Welcome to Gary Grumble's Creature Talk with Gary Grumble. He's currently out. He is apparently uh, bleaching his asshole with a piranha. I'm Micah, the intern, and uh, today we're going to... Uh, well, so so last time we had a caller a little bit confused about the format of the show, so this time we're going to explain it at the start, and maybe this will be a common thing in the future. But basically, the show is going to be... Uh, Anybody calls in and they talk about whatever they want that is currently happening around them or maybe something about themselves that would be beneficial to me, an ignorant human. All right, so first caller, you're on the air. Hi, uh, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's been a good two weeks. Uh, I have pants for eyeballs. I'm sorry. How does that work? I don't know. I just have pants on my eyes. Wait, are they on your eyes or they are your eyes? Yes. Okay. So, can you change your pants? No, not really. They're, I mean, they're my eyeballs. Like, you can't change your eyeballs, right? Well, yeah, but I can change my pants. And if you have pants for eyeballs, I was just... Like, are they made out of denim? Are they slacks? Can do, Like, when you grow up, do you... Does it work like a spider does? And, like, you have to shed your your pants... Um, or are you always the same size, or does it grow with you, and it's more just like a stalk that has an eyeball at the end? The pants have my feet in them also, and my legs, but they they come out of my eye sockets. Okay, so head, pants, eye sockets, and feet. How do you, So you walk on your eyeballs? Or you walk on your yeah. feet, which yeah, are near in, your in eyeballs? A sense, in a sense, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I just thought I, I wanted to talk to someone about this, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm totally down with discussing this. Um, yeah, I never never actually talked about myself like this. It's just kind of how I've always been like that, you know. Pants for eyeballs. Is this a common thing for your uh, species, or is this something that is new to you? I I don't really know if I have a species because I'm all alone on this planet. It's just me. And my eye pants. So it's... your your eye pants and you are on this planet. Is it a big planet? It's like, you know, it'll take me like 15 minutes to walk from one side to the other side, which okay. is back to where I started. So it's pretty small. It, yeah, that sounds incredibly small. How, small how did you... I'm curious. So if you're the only person, um, were you able to construct a radio out of things you found on your planet and hear the station? And then how did you construct the mechanism to call in? Oh, no, I bought it at Best Buy. Oh, so you have like digital kiosks at your planet or something like that. No, there, there's like a Best Buy, like a couple of planets down for me. So. Oh, okay, okay. So you've, yeah. you're the only person on your planet, but you've been off planet before and you've gotten yes. stuff from there. So it's, it's, so this this might sound like a weird question. You know your body better than me. But is it possible that either um, the pants aren't really pants and they're just kind of like part of your skin? Like maybe the texture of your skin is similar to pants? Because when I think of pants, I think of like zipper and button and pockets and well, denim for the most part. And removability and cleanability and um, well, that kind of stuff. I mean, they're, not, they're nice pants, you know? They're like, uh, well, I don't know, but I don't know what kind of material it is, but it's it's very smooth to the touch. Feels feels nice. Okay, so what you're saying is, if I put my feet in them and my pants in them and my junk in them, I would feel good. Well, I mean, they're 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 my eye sockets, so I like I don't really feel comfortable 
with your junk there. You know? Well, okay. I, well, I could put my legs in and leave out my uh, midsection. But you're, the point was that your 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 pant eye sockets feel good. They feel like high quality designer pants. Yeah, they're they're like you know, good stuff. It's like you know, like Calvin Klein or something like that, maybe. So I assume that you didn't just materialize out of thin air, but you haven't seen anybody else like you. So my question becomes. How did you end up on that planet with a way to get off planet? It's kind of a funny story. I um, kind of got left here by my buddies, I don't know, a couple of millennia ago. They, they were like, we were all, you know, we kind of got drunk and we were going around planet bopping where you kind of like just bump into a planet and just keep going. Okay. Knock over a, knock over a mountain or two, you know? Okay. Just, you know, kids, kids being kids, right? I mean, and, the... Uh, how big are you? I mean, the, so I am not big enough to knock over a planet by myself or with five of my friends, of which I have none. But I imagine, I mean, I would have to use a big device, something very large to knock over a mountain. So how either you have a big ship and it can knock over the mountain or you yourself are very large. Um, I mean, I, I might be large. It's kind of hard. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I'm bigger than everyone I've ever seen ever. But um, you know there might be someone bigger than me. Okay, so 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 your concept of walking around your planet in fifteen minutes—if you're giant, maybe there are other people on your planet. They're just really small, and maybe you're stepping on them. That's possible. I never really thought about that. Do you have like a magnifying glass or something you can check? I mean, the planet's full of these insects. They're like you know they have. It looks like they have quite a quite a nest down there. I mean, there's like there's like walking insects and the flying insects, and they have like looks like they have like little cars and things. I don't know. Wait, I mean, if there's if there are little semi car like things on the planet, I'm I'm gonna assume they're potentially sentient. Although not all things that drive cars are sentient. I understand that, but if that's the case, maybe it's it's worth uh, well not wandering around as much. If if it's full of if these insects are actually just tiny people, or, I mean, I don't mean to be um, specious. I mean, technically, insects could be sentient as well. Uh, so you might just be crushing sentient beings as you walk around. And and I don't know if that's your stick. It might be. If it's not, then maybe, maybe we need to find a way for you to get off planet without crushing any more of its population. Have, have you had any rounds of attacks, like swarms of insects? At some point, like just while you're walking around. Well, yeah, I mean, like everyone's gotten bitten by an ant every now and then, right? Sometimes, you know, the ants have artillery that they carry, but you know, it doesn't doesn't sting much. So, I just I have a, like a giant can of Raid, and uh, that 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 seems to quiet them down when I use that. Yeah, so. I. I... I imagine as someone who's quite small, being hit by the equivalent of a giant can of Raid would probably uh, crush my tiny body. Yeah. It, you know, the, the weird thing is it's like it's I don't have like a clear view of them because, you know, my I have pants for eye sockets. Right. I mentioned that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Yeah. So I kind of like I can only see them through my pants. Does that make sense? Yeah. Kind of like a, uh, a screen in front of your eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. T- curious. You have pants for eyeballs. What What do you have for ears? Is it just regular uh, ears? 
Well, I mean, what what is a regular ear? You know, uh, like, well, like a drum with some hairs like, that vibrates. I mean, like you put boots on your ear, right? No, that's uh, well. I'm. Hmm. What's your definition of a boot? You know, like a like a giant leather sack. Yeah, some people do that. Okay. Yeah, so I guess I guess maybe yeah, we have the same type of ears. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so you know, my ears are next to my nutsack, just like everyone else's, right? I mean, it's a normal thing. I, again, it goes back to um, comparative distances. Mine is, uh, hold on, let me check. Maybe like three feet, two and a half feet away from my nutsack, and I'm only about six feet tall. So that that's a scale for you. So if let's say you're you got to be like 100 or 400 feet and or, or maybe like 800 meters whatever the conversion is tall if your ears and sacks are right next to each other i mean it's probably in the ballpark of two or three feet for me i don't know it's really hard to tell i don't have a visual of you and that's that's a huge uh, problem when trying to conceptualize where your sack might be well i mean we're you know like what else do you want to know i got pants for eyes i got I got giant sack ears, and I got a nut sack on my forehead. Okay, so that's a little bit different. We don't have... I mean, we have a nose. Can you smell through your nut sack? On a uh, humid day, sure. Okay, so it sounds like you have a nose and a sack on your face. And maybe your sack is just your nose, and we have a nose on our face too. So maybe maybe we aren't that different uh, at all. Now, I, I hate to cut you off, but uh, it's time to go to the ads that we have for today. Um, got to keep the, the power on and the station running. I appreciate you yeah, calling sure. in. I would uh, get a second opinion on those insects. Maybe they are sentient and maybe you shouldn't be crushing them all the time, but I appreciate you calling in. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so we're going to go to our ad. It's uh, Joe's Edible Car Parts. And now the, the format hasn't changed. We're still going to download the ad. They're still going to go. Again, we, we're going to try this new thing at the beginning of our episodes where we talk about what the show is about, um, which is basically whatever we want to talk about, uh, whatever you, the callers, want to talk about and add. And then we're going to go to a correspondent. Oh, okay. I'm done explaining that. And here's the ad. It's Joe's Edible Auto Parts, where you can eat all of the parts that we have. Hi, I'm Joe. And welcome to Joe's Auto Parts. Here at Joe's Auto Parts, we have all sorts of parts. Like, uh, you know, we have wheels and we have axles and we have um, wheels. So, you know, uh, at Joe's, we, we got all these auto parts that we have so many that, you know, I thought to myself, well, what are we going to do with all these auto parts, you know? Like, we can't just use them all on cars. That's, that's stupid. Who has that many cars? Right? We have like a big, look at all these auto parts we have. You can see them, right? It's a video ad, right? Joe, Joe, I don't think, I think it's just, it's okay, keep going. Yeah, so, so you have these auto parts, and what are you going to do with them? I, I said, I, I was talking to my, my mom. I was like, hey, mom, what are we going to do with all these auto parts? She was like, I don't know. What are you going to do with them? And I said, you know what I said to her? I said, I'm going to eat them. That's what I'm going to do. And that's why I started eating them, right? I got really fucking big. Look how big I am. Yeah, so this is what we do here at Joe's, auto, Joe's Edible Auto Parts is we, we eat auto parts, right? So so come on down and we'll, we'll give you some. And you can eat them too. So, so yeah. So, hey, guys, come and eat the auto parts. 
So Joe, Joe, Joe's Auto Parts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and get them and put them in your face and eat them all up. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. So that was the ad for Joe's Edible Auto Parts. So I just want to reiterate, it is not a place where you go to buy auto parts specifically made for eating. It is a place where they have auto parts and you eat them. So if you're a special creature that likes eating metal, rust, or oil, that's the place to go. Please, please go visit them. It keeps the lights on in the studio. So we're going to head off to our uh, correspondent, Jimmy, and see what he's up to. Jimmy, how's it going? Hi, Micah. Uh, yeah, um, so uh, I'm here on um, Planet 4 Blurs, and uh, I'm just talking to the local population. Uh, they're, they're all upset again uh, because of the... Uh, the giant being that um, that lives on this planet and occasionally takes walks and just you know just completely wrecks wrecks the area. So yeah, uh, I, I'm just talking to some people um, in the wreckage uh, of this town that was just crushed. Um, and uh, let's go to one of our let's see, um, you sir. Uh, can you can you tell us what happened here? Well, there was like a big foot, and it crushed my home, and um, now I'm, I'm homeless again. This is like the third time today. Oh, that's that's really I'm sorry to hear that. Can you tell us about this uh, this giant being? Um, what, like what what do you know about him? I would we don't know very much. He um he doesn't really talk to us. He just steps on our homes. When he first showed up, it was it's really cool. He knocked over a mountain of ours, and then he um. I mean, that was a show. And then, uh, you know, the voyeurs and the, the people with their, their own kicks, uh, they, they like staring at his testicle. It's right on his forehead. It's just there. It's uh, massive. So if that's your thing, it's it was good good material. Uh, and then he just started walking and crushing stuff. He's been here for as long as I remember, but I'm pretty old, so I don't know how many people remember everything else. Uh, but, that, but that's it. He just goes on walks sometimes. He ignores everything that we do. We, we try to talk to him. We send him messages. We even we even had someone try to crawl up in his ear. That didn't go over very well. Partially because it's covered with this leathery sack material. It's not quite the same as his testicle. We we did some scientific testing on that while he was asleep. It's, it's definitely different from what he has on his face. I think he had it specially made to go over his ears. But he basically ignored us. Uh, and I don't know if, if that's because we don't speak his language or because he's... Uh, intentionally ignoring us or the leather sack is too big the next thing we plan on trying to do is maybe drill up in there and see what what happens um, in his nut in his nutsack you mean well there are multiple fronts to our research and basically if we can't beat him by convincing him well okay so if we can't stop him and we can't kill him which we've tried and failed then we have to learn how to live within his body. And that might mean, uh, so in one effort, it might be, hey, let's live in his eardrum. You know, if we live in his eardrum, we get all sorts of things. If his eardrum's like our eardrums, he's got little hairs that maybe, maybe function like trees at that scale. And then we can build homes out of them. So we'd have nice ear hair homes. And bonus, it's just air in there, hopefully. But... If we go in the sack, we get warmth, 
protection. If his sack works the way other people's sack does, that when it's cold, it pulls itself into the body, then we would constantly be warm. It would be a very tropical paradise. It's got liquid in there, so we'd have beaches, sort of. And, you know, we, we're just trying to figure out how to cope. I'd, I'd rather live in the giant testicle than have my house smashed two or three times a day. It sounds like you've put a lot of thought in this. Um, is everyone uh, so um, so willing to accept this giant as their host? Well, all the people who gave a shit um, went over there with guns and planes and died. So, yes, uh, I think everybody else is just indifferent. I see, and and you're you're at, you're you're fine with living in a, a nutsack for the rest of your your life. I've been told it's very nice. I have a cousin. Uh, he lives over on Zarblatz or Zarblarg or something like that. I can't remember. It's been a while. He stopped calling, but he said a giant sack took over his home, and he has been loving it. So, you know, it helped me figure out I, what we're doing. I heard he was home. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds great, um, but yeah. he hasn't called in a while. So I hope everything's okay, but I assume it is. He sounded very happy. Uh, and I, if I met, he can I live met in someone a like that, actually, I met, I met someone uh, that fits that description. Oh, that's amazing! It's such yeah. a small galaxy, universe, yeah. and parallel dimension out here that it's you can always run into someone you've you know who knows somebody who knows somebody that you know. It's true. So, uh, so tell me, um, uh, it sounds like uh, you have this all figured out. Uh, you're going to abandon your your planet as you know it and uh, and start your new life. Uh, inside of a nutsack. Um, is that is that all there is to it? Um, I don't I don't know if you can add anything to that. I mean, the long I'm. So, our species, um, we don't really have a good name for ourselves. We live a really long time and kind of look like bugs with human faces on it. We we tried human bug, bug face, a gross thing. Like none of it really sets for a long time, but. We're kind of fickle, so I imagine after we've burrowed into his nutsack, and we live there for a while, maybe we will find it nice, but we're going to get bored. Our original home planet, which we left from millennia ago, we destroyed everything about it. And like, Well, first we lived there, we enjoyed the sun, we enjoyed the snow, we did all that kind of thing, and then we just got bored after we had killed everyone. And so we did everything possible to strip mine that planet, and then left for this one. And we're in the process of doing the same thing. As you notice, there's only us, these bug people with human faces left on the planet. If you've gone around, we're all that's left. We've killed everybody else except for the giant. We were going to strip mine this place next, but then the giant came. And now, well, now we got to deal with the giant. And so we're going to go up there. We're going to live in a sack for a while. We'll probably like it for mm, a couple thousand years. And after that, we're going to burrow into the rest of his skin. And after we burn to his skin, maybe we'll go to his heart. If we don't go to his heart, maybe we'll go to his brain. We'll go somewhere. We'll figure it out when it happens. Okay. Well, uh, well, there you have it. Uh, the folks at home who have just heard uh, the story of these people and their quest for uh, a new life in a nutsack. So now uh, we're going to go to a word from our sponsor. Um, and it is shitty shit, 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 shit shit all right and now a word from our sponsor shitty shit 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 shitty shit 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 that's our company it's a good company 
But to make it short, you can just call us the shits or shit, which I actually prefer. But it's really hard to convince marketing to let me say that all the time. <laughs> Not really. It's super easy. So what we specialize in is your shit. Now, I know there's this competing company, and they have portable toilets, and you come over and you deposit your shit. No. We will come to your home, stick our fists up your asshole, and pull the shit out. You think you need... Uh, I forgot what the hell it's called, but it's like a pump that goes up your butt and sucks out your poop. No, the shits will come to you and pull that shit right out. It's great. It feels good. Every customer we've had has been satisfied. They haven't been able to talk afterwards because they've been bleeding profusely, but they have never called us back with a complaint. So please call the shitty shit 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 shits as soon as you need to take a dump. Thank you. All right, and there you have it. Um, that's a word from our sponsor. And uh, now back to you, Micah. Thanks, Jimmy. That sounds great. Uh, I have a quick question before you sign off. How did you manage to get off of the planet? That's a funny story, actually, and one which I am unwilling to share. All right, sounds good. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate the correspondence and the candid answer i guess thanks everybody for listening this had been has been gary grumble's creature talk with gary grumble again he is out because he bleached his ass with a piranha i'm micus i'll see you next time <laughs>